episode number one of The Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is my friend Craig Williams. I am here, as always. Well, it will be always. will be always, yes. Yeah. Maybe I'm, forever, but hopefully, you know, forever would be good. Yeah, forever sounds good. Yeah, so uh, this is this is a new show where uh, I think we're both really excited about it. I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, so I mean, I, we're both homeowners. Yeah, I think we've both done. Uh, I think we've had several conversations about some uh, some crazy home improvement stuff that we've done. Some some projects that we've uh, taken on. Yeah, and even some some crazy people that we've that we've hired. <laughs> <laughs> um. And unfortunately for you, you've actually hired me for some of that that stuff in the past. Yeah, I have. How about that? Yeah. I, the warranty was very, very short, though. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be looking into that soon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> some, some recourse out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, we, we wanted to... Uh, this. So, this is episode one, and what we wanted to, to talk about was why we're doing this show. It's, uh, we want to let everybody know why we're here. So, like, why, why, for you, why was this an interesting show? You know, I think for me, one of the things that's um, that's been exciting to me all my life is the idea of owning a, sh- uh, a home. Yeah. I, I bought my first home, um, I guess it was about uh, nine or ten years ago, and I, I didn't know anything about owning a home. And there's a lot that goes into it, a lot more than I think the average person who has never owned a home before has any idea about. And so you know, there's a lot of things, whether it's... Um, whether it's things that I need to fix because it broke or things that I just want to improve in general, um, trying to figure out, okay, is it worth my time and my money to do this myself or do I hire it out because I don't really know what I'm doing. So I either have to go figure out how to do it on my own or I've got to go hire it out. Both of those things I'm going to have to do research on. And so, you know, for me, when, when you and I were discussing starting this show it's kind of like yeah i mean where do you get that type of information if you're not a natural researcher or someone who doesn't have connections where do you go to get that type of information and um i don't know that i knew the answer to begin with right and then like if you don't have that that natural network built in it's really difficult to even like feel like you can jump off into those kinds of projects yeah absolutely what what about you i mean what what kind of i mean you're the one that actually pitched this idea to me to begin with. So what was your, some of your driving force behind that? Yeah, I mean, the, the initial driving force is just really I want to I want to help folks get into those projects and, and have the confidence to do them, to either do them yourself or know how to talk to the professionals that are going to be doing these projects for you. Because I, I, both of those can be really intimidating. You know, it, it, I mean, like one, it can be really intimidating to like just look underneath your sink and go like, I don't really know where these pipes are going. Sure. Um, but also, like when you do bring in a professional, like what are your expectations of them? Because most of the time it's just like, I want this fixed or I want this changed. And you don't really understand the process or the language that they're using sometimes. And so... To me, it's really valuable to like just sit down with some of these guys and and pick their brain and and get inside their head and understand uh, how and why they're going to approach the jobs that the way that they're going to approach them. Because 
I think a lot of homeowners get really frustrated when they have a project out there and they hire a professional to come in and do that project and then they don't understand why they're paying the price that they're paying and what all goes into that. And and so to me, it was really valuable to sit down with a lot of professionals, as I've been doing for a number of years now, sitting down with some of these guys and really understanding their business and really understanding the why, the ways and the whys that they that they put their prices together. Um, because I think a lot of homeowners, you know, like when they when they get that bill, you know, anyone can walk over to like a, a, a box store, a hardware store and go, well, it doesn't cost this much to buy these things that I know that they just put in my home. Um, so why is it like this? And, and so like there is a, a level of professionalism and and language that goes with understanding how your home gets fixed. Um, I mean, even with the the crazy house that I'm in right now, I had to relearn some of that stuff just because it was a really, really weird house. And so like, you know, professionals were coming into my home and telling me how things were going to be done. And I was like, I don't understand. But then like when I, you know, when I was able to like actually have a conversation with them and go like, okay, why is it this way? Um, it just became a lot more clear that like, oh, okay. Like if I were to try and do this, it would take me months, but these, these guys have a handle and an understanding as to why things work together the way that they do and, and can really, you know, bring something beautiful together. Um, and, and your home, you know, unfortunately can be like, no, fortunately can be like one of the most exciting things in, in, in your life. I mean, like it, for most people, it is their biggest investment ever. Um, and so with that excitement can come a lot of stress, uh, with getting projects done because no one walks into a home and or at least hardly anybody walk in my opinion walks into a home and goes everything is perfect yeah. everything is just the way i want it the <laughs> tile right. is perfect the countertops are perfect those are exactly the fixtures i want you know unless you built that house right um and, and so most everybody wants things changed um or eventually wants things changed or you know if your house is 30 years old it's like well you know maybe that shag carpeting is just not <laughs> doesn't have the same cool effect that it used to I and mean, you can shock people pretty good with it but, <laughs> uh, but yeah so it's i want to i want to take the stress out of home ownership yeah you know? yeah and so you know one of the things that that we're going to do uh in the future episodes is we're going to bring some of these guys uh who are doing professional home remodeling home repair um maintenance yeah maintenance those you know the types of things that just need to happen whenever you're owning a home that the regular routine and and super unroutine things that that come along with owning a home bring these guys in and just kind of interview them and and talk to them about hey how what is this for you how does this work for you and you know, why are you doing this? And how am I as a homeowner going to benefit from you doing this for me? Because I, I think one of the things that's super exciting about owning a home is when I can get in there and do the project myself, yeah. there's a lot of pride that goes into that. Like yeah. when you come over to my house, I like saying, Hey man, I did that. Like I didn't know <laughs> if I could, but I, I actually did it. But the problem is that I've gotten into some of those projects before and and made a mess of it, like right. made worse problems out of the situation where if I would have hired a professional for this, I probably 
wouldn't have had the same issue, may have even saved money by hiring a professional. And then there's other times when I look at it and go, no, I can do that myself. And um, at the end of the day, save money, have a little bit of pride going into it. And uh, that's ex- it's exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've even had projects where I've done both, you know, like where I've, I've sort of come alongside contractors and, and done some of it myself. And mm-hmm. then there's parts of it. There's like, well, I either have no interest or I don't have the skill. And it's like, I need you to, to help me finish this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, and then there's, we want to make people aware. I mean, there's a lot of homeowners. There's just maintenance stuff that some people aren't aware of, you know, things that need to be done around the house from time to time, you know, and like things that, you know, I've I've encountered things with homeowners where there's maintenance issues that have to be taken care of like once every ten years, and that's just not something that's front of mind. And, and so we just we want to we want to bring to the forefront all of these these issues and these ideas and these concepts and these people, so that people can just have a better idea as to how to be a better homeowner and not have it be this just ball of stress. You know, we want to, want to coach you through this process and then help you be a better homeowner because then you can you can you know actually relax in your home and enjoy your home more. Um, yeah, that's I mean that that's definitely what it's been for me. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to getting into some of these things. I mean, yeah, because honestly, uh, there's some... so, sort of selfishly we want to learn more about them too. Absolutely, I mean, we're, the... we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, not even close. <laughs> but I am a homeowner. Yeah, you know, I do own my own home, and I want to be able to take care of it. I, I want to, you know, it, it home has a real opportunity to build equity. You know, to, to help you out financially, yeah. or it can hurt you financially. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, whether I live in my house for 30, 40, 50 years, or if I live in my house for two or three or four years, I would rather leave it in better shape than whenever I acquired it. Yeah. And um, in order to do that, uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear from some of these guys and try to get into some some product reviews and some other things that yeah which is another thing that we're going to be doing is looking at new products and and things for the home yeah that you know you might potentially be interested in yeah things that we've either tried or um, have utilized in our own home um, on a on a regular basis that we go man this thing was really cool or Man, this was a real bust, yeah. you know? Yeah, in fact, I think in our next episode, we're going to be looking at a smart thermostat. Right. Uh, that you actually use, right? Yeah, I've got two of them in my home. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, be be interesting to kind of talk through some of those types of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah have you ever uh, – I mean, we should have talked about this before. Have you ever seen that movie, The uh, The Money Pit? I have seen it's, the money. It's pretty pit. old. I mean, like a lot of a lot of people probably haven't seen it. It's a great Tom Hanks film. It's hysterical. Oh my gosh! But like, I I actually think before anybody buys a home, I mean, that should be like required mm. watching. The mortgage lenders should actually require <laughs> you to watch that before and watch you watch this hour and a half movie before you sign on the dotted line. I mean, like, <laughs> this could be your reality. What a ridiculous <laughs> and awesome thing! <laughs> if I had a if I had a title company, that's what I would do. And I, I, I think you should do pop it. some popcorn, a couple of sodas. You guys are going to watch this, and then we're going to go in the room and sign. <laughs> if you're still here, realtors would hate me. Oh <laughs> man, yes they would. <laughs> Speaking of, how do you deal with realtors? Oh yeah, that. We're going to bring those guys in, too. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And and we want to we want to hear from you guys as well. I mean, like if you guys have a topic that you're you're curious about or that you're wondering about or you're struggling with, uh, we, we send that to us. You can reach us at info at homeownershow.com. That's also where you can find us is at uh, www.homeownershow.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we're going to have videos and all kinds of stuff up for you guys. We'd love for you guys to uh, to stop in there and say hi. Uh, and we can uh, you can check in with us there and see what's going on with the show, and we'll have uh, you know extra stuff on there as well. So that that should be a good way. But yeah, so if you if you have a question, um, you know we we if we have the right expert in the room or if like we feel like we can address it, uh, we'll answer those questions on on air. Uh, and get you guys taken care of or if you just have an idea for a show or a professional uh, that you think is worth talking to we want to we want to interview the best guys in their field um yeah you know it'll really give us an opportunity so so craig you and i live in the houston area right and so um you know we got a pretty wide pool of people uh, and resources in this area to pull from right um and uh you know give us an opportunity to to interview some of these people that are doing it professionally and doing it well uh, we recognize that you may be listening to this somewhere besides the houston area right so we may struggle with things like basements <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, tornado so, shelters yeah i mean like, <laughs> I've, I've been in a few <laughs> yeah where I grew up, I took a uh, tour once. It was short. Yeah, well, <laughs> they were necessary where I grew up. If yeah. you didn't have a tornado shelter, you were um, you were in bad shape potentially. But yeah. we deal with hurricanes. Hurricanes, yeah. That's... So you know, we just uh, a little over a year ago, Harvey hit down here, and man, it's just right. A... We learned a lot about home demo work, oh, man, and sheetrock and. Water damage and mold damage, and we learned a lot. Hey, you want to talk about stress? Yeah, I mean that's a that's a super stressful type of thing. Whenever you you have a tragedy hit, um, mm. and hopefully you'll never deal with that if you're listening right. right now. Hopefully you never deal with it. But but when you do, and how do you not just throw your hands up and just say I have I'm I'm out of my league? Well, right, and and like you know. Uh, I think you and I both have friends in like the insurance business. I mean, like, and in, in having the right kind of insurance for your home, I mean, is crucial. And so, like, we want to bring those guys in too and talk about, like, you know, what does it actually cost to to have these kinds of plans in place to protect you? And you know, is is it worth having fire insurance? Is it worth having flood insurance? And you know, a lot of those are are very nuanced questions depending on where you live. Uh, but we want to bring these guys in and talk about, like, what's the, what's the benefit. You know, like why? You know, why would I have these kinds of things? Yeah, because um, they're not always required. No, in fact, I I live in an area specifically uh, that does not require flood insurance. But I have to figure out: is that something that I want? Is that something that I need? It's a huge expense. Um, sure. Yeah. But the alternative is is pretty negative, right? <laughs> so so how do I justify this versus that? And um, you know, I, I'm looking. That, I guess that that is one of the things I'm really looking forward to is having someone who can look at me and say, "Kevin, you have got to think differently about the way you're owning your home. You, you've got to think about these sorts of things and make me just kind of turn a light bulb on in my head and go, "You're right. I I never thought about that. You yeah. know. And codes are a big deal. I got. 
I don't know about like like codes and permitting and things like that. Like I have no clue about those sorts of things. And like um, I know those are things that you have to think about whenever you own, own a home on some level. Like I can't just go to Home Depot and just pull anything out and expect that one day when I sell my home, <laughs> someone you know the inspector is going to come by and look at it and go. And you you nailed it on that one. <laughs> you know they may very well say you got to take that out and replace it with something else. And so you know, those types of things, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to trying to figure some of those nuances out. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, like you know, like like you say, when like you, typically when you have an inspector come in, it's you're either buying or selling, and those processes can be vastly different than owning. Right. I mean, like just. I mean, like not talking about like maintenance or anything like that, but like how do you prep a home to sell it? How do you prep a home, or how do you, how do you look at a house to buy it? Um, you know, those that's that's a difficult skill uh, to to really grasp on. But yeah, we so we probably um, yeah we need to we need to move on into some some crazy and wacky stuff. So like. <laughs> So, so for this episode, since it's just it's just Kevin and I, we just decided to kind of interview each other a little bit as to how we would typically, and this is going to be a little bit shorter than than usual. We're doing a little bit long form when we have a professional in. So, but today we thought we would talk about a, you know, what what are some some weird projects or maybe like some some bad projects that you and I have taken on. Um, and so, like, for, so for you, what what has been like the the weirdest home project that you've taken on either one that you did yourself or you hired somebody to do like what would be what would be like probably your weirdest the weirdest oh goodness um probably so so when you say weird is weird is weird too hard no no weird like because weird can go a number of ways like weird can go nightmare project that you take (laughs) (laughs) okay well one one that was just um super frustrating because it happened over and over and over um, at a home that I owned previously was um, we had a situation where we had a we had a garbage disposal in mm-hmm. our kitchen and it kept backing up and it was really odd because it would back up into the sink and right. so you know that's the most logical thing for it to do but one time it backed up into the dishwasher and so, like the 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 food processor, like not, not the, the food garbage processor, disposal. The garbage disposal in the sink sent like was sending stuff back junk in, into the dishwasher. Absolutely. And so it was it was really weird because I thought I had kind of taken care of the problem because the first time it happened, um, it it backed up into the sink. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here going, all right. First of all, you can't use the sink. <laughs> That's a super problem. Whenever you've got kids at home, you know trying to cook those sorts of things so i thought i had it fixed and then you know like a month later i mean this was a while later it starts backing up into the dishwasher and so um so i'm trying to figure all this out and um you know ultimately the the thing it needed was we needed to replace some of the piping down below and buy a new garbage disposal we did those two things and we didn't have the problem anymore but there was it was just an old garbage disposal the pipes had uh had been corroded on the inside and um so this wasn't like pvc this was these were metal pipes yeah we had some metal pipes down there now we replaced them with pvc but you know here's here's the thing is like so i started asking friends right yeah like hey man 
you ever had this weird thing happen? And they're, you know, most people know not exactly, but I've had this, right? So right. they're trying to give me a version of what they had done. YouTube was super helpful because I was trying to figure out, okay, you know, has someone dealt with this specific issue yeah. before? Um, ultimately, you know, for for me, one of the biggest blessings was I knew a guy who was a plumber, mm-hmm. a friend of mine, and I, you know, had him actually come out eventually, and he said, "All right, I'm going to let you do this, but, <laughs> but this is what has to be done." And so, which uh, I imagine like YouTube can be kind of tricky for a house because like. If my car's busted, I can go like, okay, well, like I need I need a video for like a 2015 Dodge, you know, like but like no one's like going in there like, well, I need a 1973 Kenner home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's you know, they're, they're not very specific. I mean, they're pretty pretty broad. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was like a kind of a, a gross one. Now, now, when you say weird, it also threw me to another homeowner project that I did one time, and that was that I was installing a surround sound system in my house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, probably an atypical thing for most people to do, but um, as uh, people will find out, I, I just love tech and gadgets. And, sure. Um, so I was installing the rear surround speakers uh, on a wall, but this was an addition to the house, and so when I got up into the attic to drop the wire where it needed to go, I found out that there was an eave of my house up in the <laughs> attic. And so I'm literally, you know, in I had about four inches of space to try to work this sawzall, trying to cut through shingles yeah. that were in my attic, right? <laughs> trying to cut through shingles and, and everything else, and, and I'm sitting here going... Oh goodness! What am I getting myself into? Like, what what's going to happen when I cut through this eave? I don't even know what's what's here. What's underneath there? What's Who underneath? Yeah. But I'm up there. My brother's behind me, kind of you know laughing at me, and I'm going, <laughs> "Hey, you just wait. One of these days, I'm not going to help you." <laughs> you know. So that was a super weird thing that could have been disaster. Now it turned out really good, but yeah. but it was man, it was a much bigger project it sounds like you were running wire i mean being the gadgety guy i mean you could have gone wireless i mean come on ah not with these speakers (laughs) (laughs) good speakers man you gotta have gotta have wiring so i don't know okay throwing it back to you okay what do you got weirdest project that you got yourself into that maybe even you wished you never did uh, I mean, like that could like describe my entire home. On a, and you know, you know, it's an unusual setup. Yeah, we, we have an we have an odd house. We, we'll, we'll probably discuss that more. Um, so let's let's just go with like the most recent one because that's that's probably like more, more fresh of mind. So uh, we have a barn, and we were doing uh, an addition. Not it was an addition. It was an existing room that we were just going to convert into an office. Okay, and uh, a buddy of mine. Uh, was was over to to help with the uh, our mutual friend Jared. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, so Jared was over, and we were prepared to get started reframing the walls so that we could put in insulation and sheetrock and all this kind of stuff. The floor was already there, um, and it, it, it's it, it's a good structure. And so as we're getting started, we're kind of looking at the room and, and, you know, gauging and making plans and, you know, here's where we need to start this and here's where we need to, you know, put this, you know, put this wall and, and just, you know, really just putting together like basic plan. We were, I mean, we were ready to start putting nails in the wall for sure. So you're getting close. Yeah. We were, I mean, like we're, we're very, very close to like, you know, framing this out, 
you know, we, we had a lot of the materials bought already. And um, up against the wall uh, where basically the division between the, the barn and this, and this new room, um, I stepped and there was like just a little bit of give in the floor. It's, it's, it was a block and beam room. Okay, off the uh, off the barn, and you stepped, and this is not what you were hoping to find. Well, I mean, I yeah, it, it's an it's an older building, sure. and so I was like, well, it's got a little bit of give to it, and and Jer- Jared and I kind of discussed it, and we we're like, man, you know, as much as I don't want to, we probably just need to pull this up and and make sure that there's nothing underneath there that we need to shore up. Okay, you know, and so like if we have to spend a couple extra hours, you know, you know, rebracing this floor, no, no, no big deal. So, like four hours later, uh oh, <laughs> we uh, you know it was it was it was literally like peeling an onion. I mean, like as as we peeled it, we just we, the more we cried mm. because it had for for whatever reason, and we don't we never really figured out like what happened, but like every single joist underneath the floor was just rotten. Oh, and we no. don't even know. Like we were walking on this, we don't even know like how it's holding us, how it had been holding this up. Um, and so we ended up having to redo the in, the entire floor, re- rejoice the entire floor. And and so like as we're pulling up, you know, the basically the the plywood that's the flooring, like that's b- getting busted up. And so then we're pulling out the joist, and it's just coming apart in pieces. And so. We we had to like we had to go buy the joist hangers the the actual wood for the joist and then a lot of the plywood, um, you know. In end of the day, yeah, like really happy that we found it and blessing in disguise. It. Yeah, um, but not what we were planning. Not how we were planning on spending our day. No, and and really set the project back quite a bit, uh, both you know time wise and finance wise. Sure, because uh, of parts and pieces we weren't. I wasn't necessarily planning on 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 buying. Yeah. Um, but man, there's there's you know, and, you know, as you've been over several times, you know that there, I mean, there's lots of special issues with my home. <laughs> so those of you out there with unique homes and, uh, you know, you have a special place in my heart. Uh, <laughs> and it's something that you can relate to for sure. Oh my gosh. Uh, there's there's literally nothing normal about this. I, I love this house, by the way. I mean, like, I, I I wouldn't have bought it if I didn't like it. I mean, I like the uniqueness of it, but like, it definitely came at a price. Uh, you just gotta appreciate it. Uh, right? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's my ugly kid. That's it's, <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, you chose it. I did. <laughs> um, not regretting it at all. I, I can tell. It's, it's more out of like spite than anything, but I'm gonna make it, oh, make yeah. it beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, I, I'll just tell you, it is one of the neatest houses that I've ever been in. It's uh, super unique, uh, uh, but I know that there's a lot of work that goes into it. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so here's here's one for you. What is because uh, we're we're both married. Yeah, you know, wife and kids. Yep. So, what what is what is probably the one thing about your house that your wife likes the least? Oh, one of the things my wife likes the least. This is a relatively new house for you, so she's probably like you know, yeah. a little bit of honeymoon phase still with the house. But there's probably something that she's like, eh, I really don't like that. Yeah, it is interesting because uh, when we when we walked into this home the first time, I was sold. Pretty immediately on yeah. this house, um, she was not. Yeah. Um, 
she, there were definitely some things about the house that that she didn't love. Um, it's an odd layout. Yeah, um, I, I mean, well, I like odd houses, but I, I like the layout of. Yeah, I think it's pretty neat. I do too. Um, it, but it is unique for sure. Um, just the layout of the house. Um, I, I think one of the things that she didn't like was um, there's quite a bit of separation between some of the rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of have a front of our house and a back of our house, which I, I think a lot of people do. But um, so our, our house is right around 2,400 square feet, but it's it's all one story. Yeah. So because of that, it's a big footprint. It is a big footprint. And so uh, we've got a room way off at the back and, and another room, you know, that's a, a living space in mm-hmm. the back and one that's in the front. Um, and I think initially she kind of wished that some of that was uh, more together. We had a larger living space, but um, so that was kind of initially she didn't really love. The other thing um, was we, we don't have a fence in our backyard. So mm. we, we, chose to buy this house and it happened to be on a golf course um which i'll just tell you huge upside for me (laughs) uh was to have a golf course in my backyard but um it didn't have a fence and not only did not have a fence it had to have a certain type of fence Uh, the hoa requirements on the absolutely so it had to be you know a, a black wrought iron fence it couldn't just be a, a regular wood fence mm-hmm. um and so the cost of that was going to be astronomical so uh it was kind of you know trying to figure out do we you know we had a dog at the time in fact you wound up keeping we, my dog we, we dog sat yeah for yeah. like three months <laughs> or more i don't even want to think about how long it was anyway but that's the thing is like you know what do you do whenever you get into a house that doesn't have all of the things that your house previously had yeah. trying to live with some of those nuances um so those were probably the the two biggies hmm. for y'all um so for me not y'all <laughs> me so for y'all though no you're not um for y'all um like we've already kind of alluded to this house is very different right it's got some acreage to it um some land so what was i mean i I could have cared less if there was a house on it i didn't just let me walk around right give me some land (laughs) right i'll sleep underneath the tree it's fine absolutely so so what was y'all's uh your your wife's biggest thing about this house uh Man, initially there were so many things. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, well, several of them have been since addressed. I mean, uh, so so probably like the biggest one now. Um, it, it may be a toss-up between uh, the master bath and then the upstairs ceiling. Um, that's a big bugaboo for her. Uh, Bugaboo, that's a good word. You like that? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> TM. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's mine forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, she, uh, so, well, one, it's just, I mean, like, it's, it's a functional bathroom. It's fine. I mean, like, but she just wants something different. And, and that, and I, I totally, I, I want something different too. We just haven't had the, the opportunity to get it done. Maybe, maybe we'll meet the right person in the course of doing the show to, to knock that project out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause I'm not doing it. No. And I've, I've done a bathroom and I, I, I feel like I did a pretty good job. Um, but I just, I don't have it in me right now. 
yeah. to, to do another one. But the, the ceiling upstairs, I mean, like, that's definitely something I can't do. Mm. Um, and our, so our ceiling upstairs, it's, it's weird. And like, I know we keep saying that about this house, but like <laughs> it, so there's, I don't, I don't have an attic, right. right? So the upstairs, uh, essentially looks kind of like a, like a ski lodge, except for the ceiling. They put in, uh, acoustic paneling like you would see in an office. Right. Like, like, like a, almost like a drop ceiling type of Like look. a drop ceiling, except it's not a drop ceiling. No. It goes right up to the roof. Right. Um, and so like, you can't even, like if you go up, and and some some parts of the upstairs you can actually go up to the ceiling mm. <laughs> and it's it's within reach if you're an adult and like if you push on those panels like if you're in an office building um, which by the way that's like one of my favorite episodes of the office is like <laughs> when they actually go through the ceiling because right. they think there's a fire yeah um, so if you've ever seen that episode and you see them go up through the ceiling you can't do that in my ceiling like if you push on those tiles they're not going anywhere because mm. you know there's nothing there except for insulation and the, um, the ceiling, deck, the roof. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't even know if one broke. How we would change it out, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we've had a couple of people come out and look at it and see, like, should we tear this out and put something new in? And almost everybody's told us, like, don't tear it out. Whatever you do, don't tear it out. Mm-hmm. Um, for a couple of reasons. One, I mean, I think, I think they're afraid that it's like somehow crucial to the structural integrity of the building. Uh, but. Uh, Kidding aside, they whatever most people have told us, like this is an extra layer of um, insulation that you mm. have. That if you were to take it out, um, you you would probably have a lot of energy loss. Interesting to the to the home. Um, so most everybody's just recommended putting an additional layer uh, on on top of that. Um, and so we we have some we have some plans to make it look nice. Um, but I mean, like we 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 have a long list of things before this is like. You know, finished. Um, we've, we've we've tackled quite a few, but I mean, like you know, that's it, it's like like for everybody else, you know, and it it could be a really stressful thing, but it's been fun. Yeah. Um, just because we've we've had access to to good information and good folks to help get us taken care of. Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, you hit on something there that um, just kind of jogged my memory about things that I love about owning a home. Yeah, is like. Just the the fun of getting into stuff that you've never done before, um, go, kind of. Go, I guess it kind of goes along with that pride thing, you know, feeling like you know I I did that. Yeah. But you know, setting out a vision for something and and bringing it to completion. Um, sometimes the the time frame there is longer <laughs> than you want it to be. Maybe it never happens. But yeah. um, and, and a lot of people's you know, visions and dreams for their home revolve around like, what do you want to have happen here? I mean, like, what, what, what do you want Christmases to look like? What do you want Thanksgiving to look like? I mean, is this the place where you want like, your kids to come home to? I mean, like, in, you know, like, what kind of home do you want your kids to grow up in? Or, you know, or if you're just, you know, two folks married or if you're just single, I mean, like, what, what, what do you want your home to be about? I mean, right. Like, is it is it all about the you know like the multimedia room? Is it I mean, do you have like a like a you know an entertainment area, a bar area? Um, you know, if you want to shoot pool in your room, you know. And I have a I have a customer that uh, has turned most of their living room into an arcade. He's a mm. he's a vintage arcade collector, and that's I mean like he's got the fireplace and then he's got wow. pinball machines and um what is that? Um, it's not Pac Man, but uh, anyway, like Galaga. Yeah, I think it is Galaga, actually. Uh, 
Uh, and that, but that's his living room. And that's what he wants his... Nice. Yeah, so that's his, that's his home. And so, um, you know, whatever it is that you want to have happening, it's fun to dream about how your home can become that over time. And I guess um, it is one of the nuances, right? Like, uh, a home was originally built for a person, and m- unless you're building it, then then you're coming into it with their vision of what it is. So when you purchase a home that you didn't build, there is this whole idea of what do I do with this to make it my own, to make it feel like home. I mean, I remember um, when last time we moved, it it didn't really feel like home until my furniture was in there. It was like my furniture suddenly made it feel more like home than it did without my furniture in there. So, yeah. so I think that's, um, that's a real challenge that we have beyond fixing a house to meet the standard that we want it to meet, whatever that is, but then to actually make it a home, make it a place where your family can grow and feel like it's a place to relax and unwind at the end of the day, um, a place to be, right? Yeah. And I think I think one of the other things that we even talked about before was like, you know, homes are even becoming pretty different for different folks, right? I mean, like we have like the whole tiny home movement going on, right? Um, and or um, I think I think even tree houses are starting to become more of a normalized thing. Like, yeah, oh, I live in a tree house. Sure. Um, I mean, you can go on Airbnb and find all kinds of crazy. I mean, people are turning like old airplane fuselages into homes. Wow. Uh, and that's that's another one you can rent on Airbnb is old airplanes that you can go and stay in. I mean, it's, just, it's crazy. I mean, like you, you can turn I mean, people are turning all kinds of different things into a home, and 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 like, even in our area, we have some guys that we're planning on bringing in and talking to. Like you know, tell tell us about these tiny homes. Tell and like why are people buying these things? What what's the appeal? Right. Um, and I think for some people, you know, it's obvious. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a simpler lifestyle. It's a, it's a smaller space to take care of. Some of them are extremely mobile. Um, so there's all kinds of things. We want to get those guys in here and talk about them. Sure. Um, but uh, we're, we're we're probably getting running to the end here, so we probably need to get to the uh, the final four. The final four. The final four. Yeah. <laughs> so these are, these are the uh, the four questions we're going to be asking guys when we when we bring them in to interview them. The same four questions we're going to be asking everybody uh, every week. Uh, so do you wanna you want you wanna go first or you want me to to kick this off? Yeah, kick it off for us. All right. So, uh, Kevin, sure. Uh, what is your must-have tool? Um, and so I think with the way we just talked about this, so you're heading out the door, you're going to do a job at somebody else's house. What's the one tool you're going to make sure is in in the truck? Man, it's so tough because I've got too many tools. I feel like. But they all serve a purpose, right? That's what I tell my wife. Yeah. They all serve their purpose. <laughs> but for me, probably the thing that I'm going to make sure I have with me is a drill. Drill. A drill. I, I just, I feel like you can conquer almost anything with a good drill. Mm. <laughs> There's so many other things, but you made me narrow it down, man. We're going to make <laughs> other people narrow it down, too. And I'm going to make you narrow it down right now, too. Yeah. You can't choose drill. I can't choose drill? No. It can be like impact drill. Right, let me like that. Um, I'm not gonna pick it. I just want to know the rules. <laughs> no, I'll I'll let you interpret it the way you want it to be right. interpreted. So my must-have tool. I'm going to job and put it in the truck. Um, man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pocket knife. Oh, 
man, he just one-upped me on I'm gonna that. Go, I'm going to go pocket knife. Now, I'm not... Like I have a Swiss Army, but like that's not my favorite. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Deer Horn Three Blade. Okay. Um, that thing has saved me on so many occasions, um, and the times when I haven't had it is when I've absolutely needed it. So, oh man! Um, it's 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 gonna right. be in the pocket in the truck on the way to any any job. That's uh, a good one, and it's gonna be sharp. Oh, well, it's got to be sharp. <laughs> a dull knife is the worst. Yeah. That's absolutely just, the worst. Just a spoon at that point. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's next? All right. So, what is what is a a job? Not a job. What's what's a project that you have walked away from? A home project you've walked away from? A home project I've walked away from. Hmm. Okay. Um. This one was actually fairly recently. Um. And it was because I had no idea what this thing was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a sump pump. Okay. So I've got a sump pump in my house. And, and come to find out, in the Houston area, a lot of homes have a sump pump for one reason or the other. Um, which is pretty flat here. Which right? for, for people who don't know, what's a, what's a, what's a sump pump? Exactly. <laughs> That's the great place to start because I didn't even know what one was. So... So what a sump pump does is is when water gets into an area that it has no exit for, okay. a sump pump will basically um, suck the water up and exit it somewhere. Send it someplace else. Send it somewhere else. Yeah. So, um, Hopefully away from the house. That's right. So okay. somewhat like a, a French drain might do, but the French drain would do it maybe with, um, with gravity, per sure. se. The sump pump actually uses power to... to exhale that that water <laughs> somewhere else i don't think you can exhale water but um but that's what it does it, it just it shoves it somewhere else and so um last year uh, about this time i mentioned harvey earlier yeah. hurricane harvey um i mean it rained for like five days straight and i've got this uh courtyard area of my house uh it's kind of unusual but but uh, it, it, it rains inside this courtyard, and so I've got a sump pump to make sure that it doesn't flood in the courtyard. And come to find out, I did not know. I just bought this house maybe you know two months before Harvey hit, and the sump pump had, had uh, frozen up. I mean, it was completely seized up, and so it didn't work. So uh, you can imagine... Uh, I'm out there during, you know, rain coming down during the middle of Harvey trying to get water out of this courtyard. I actually literally started siphoning water out of there with water <laughs> hoses um, because I was having, like, having like a bunch of straws together. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. I mean, I was uh, it, it was a it was a feat trying to get water out of this place, you know, so my house didn't flood. And I've got the tool right there, you know, the sump pump. And it just didn't work, and so um, it wouldn't coming on. It wouldn't. It wouldn't come on. It, it would actually attempt. I mean, you could hear it buzzing, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't turn. And so, um, basically, you know, it's got a propeller down at the bottom of this uh, this device, and that's how it sucks the water up. And so, um, I get I get into that thing, man. I, I pull it out. I, I try to figure out what's going on, but the problem is there's there's plumbing along with this this pump and i do not know plumbing uh but i thought you know this can't be that big of a project um it's a 
it's a device you can plug it into the wall hook it up to the plumbing um so i went and i bought a new sump pump right i'm gonna fix this thing myself and uh, come to find out i was gonna have to redo all of the the connections and the plumbing i was gonna have to redo it because the sump pump was slightly different um and i kind of threw my hands up at one point and went i gotta get over this i gotta be done yeah so that's mine <laughs> what about you uh so i there was a uh tiling job one time that i was doing um and it was it was an odd one because it was it was doing a, a subway tile surround um and it was so for for a shower and the wall came up but then in order for it to work you the the shower had an angle for the ceiling because it was on the roof line. Oh, okay. Um, and so I had to turn and started tiling up the wall. Okay. Um, almost behind yourself. Kind of like <laughs> that. Yeah. And so I kind of like had a Spider-Man up the wall and I, I was able to get the tile in. Okay. But for some reason I could not get the grout to work right. Mm. Um, and I was just never happy with the way it was. I mean, like just, I mean, just in general, I mean, it's just the whole project. The tile looked great couldn't get the grout right hmm. um and and so i literally i just I, I literally had to throw my hands up and walk away and just i had to call in a guy to, to come and finish that one for me because it was just like this is ridiculous i can't yeah. and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna have it be done poorly and then be frustrated with myself and right and and you know just have an ugly grout job that's just gonna create mold and moisture issues and i just wanted it done right right so brought, brought somebody in to uh to finish that up up and i'd never been happier <laughs> glad you did <laughs> glad you did uh yeah all right so so here's one so uh how do you wind down at the end of the day do you have like a uh do you have a routine you know the, i don't necessarily the, i don't necessarily have a specific routine but it always like housewives of yeah definitely not <laughs> um my, right one of my wife and i's favorite thing to do is to just you know put the kids to bed mm -hmm. and just go sit in the living room turn the tv on and not think yeah. for a while and so um right now we are in to the Arrowverse. you know about the Arrowverse with with uh green arrow and flash oh, supergirl going, full nerd on me full nerd okay. man yeah okay like we're you. watching and oh oh the other one is a uh, dc legends of tomorrow they're like they they interweave with each other a little yeah. bit and so we were kind of going through this whole series yeah, and they're drug dealers they're they're <laughs> they're well, roping you into all the other shows it's working man <laughs> it's working they got and a good so, product right and, yeah okay. and, and whether it's that or something else you know we like going through tv series yeah um and just sitting watching an episode or two every night and then uh and kind of trying to veg out and not think about anything for a while and then go to bed, man. Mm. What about you? Uh, yeah, so uh, my, my days tend to go pretty late. So, uh, you know, I... Um, so typically for me, uh, it's three ice cubes with an adult beverage on the porch. There you go. Uh, that's, that is the... That signals end of day for me. You're um, done. And, and maybe... maybe uh, a chapter or two of a book but like the, I mean, and so that's usually because everyone's been asleep right for a while by the time i get to the my three ice cubes nice um, and calm right yes and i i need calm to have my three ice cubes 
yeah. So, but no, it's it's just a it's, it's not like an everyday routine, but it's like you know it's it, if it's been a long day, sure, uh, and I need to wind down. That's that's typically how it's going to go. And but I, that's an important part of your day, winding down, and that's why we're going to ask this question to a lot of people. It's yeah. like. You know, you, you've been working on a job all day. Like, wh- how do you just relax? Because I think it's an important part of our overall health. Yeah. So. Yeah, and a lot of guys, I mean, some guys work so hard that they, they don't get to wind down. They right. Don't, I mean, they just kind of go to bed and they get up and hit it again. That's right. Um, yeah. All right, so last last uh, question of the, uh, the final four. Okay, hit uh, me. Yeah, so best piece of wisdom from your parents. Who... Best something, piece of wisdom. May, maybe something that they said all the time that really stuck with you. Just kind of resonated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Uh, makes me really kind of think it's been a while since I've lived in my parents' house. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but I, I think um, I think one of the things, and maybe it wasn't necessarily something that they just said a lot yeah. um, as much as it was just an overall atmosphere that they they created mm-hmm. for me was an idea of um of living life um with other people in mind you know mm-hmm. and so just kind of you know you realize it was almost like you do not you know you're not the only person in this universe right like <laughs> I, I think it was kind of i kind of come off that way sometimes i think where you know, I'm the I most important from you alone. Yeah, I'm the most important person in the room, right? <laughs> um, and so I think for me, it was kind of like this constant reminder of, you know, there are other people around, right? And yeah. so, um, you know, just thinking about others as well. So I, I think, I don't know, is that does that answer the question? I, if, if that's your answer, then yeah, that's the one I'm going with. So all right. that's all I got. What about you? <laughs> so, so yours essentially is like Kevin. Earth does not rotate around Kevin. Is that? Yeah, I'm still trying to trying to figure that out. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> we're, we're we're still we're still you know in the testing phase of whether or not this is actually true. Absolutely. Okay, that's, that's we'll fair. find out one yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so mine. Um, gosh, the. the the sad thing is, is like the one that really sticks out in my brain is the one that my my dad always used to tell me, which is um, I, and, and I later found out this was completely stolen, but I I thought this was like my dad's when I was a little kid, but like I brought you into this world, I can take you out and make another one just like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like so kind of in the same vein as as you that like, yeah, I can. This world would be okay without you. Yeah, and you know I can make another one. It's something. <laughs> no, honestly, the um, the one of the the best things my and this this was this was my dad um, when I was a kid. He always used to tell me the story of uh, the crane and the crows. Okay, tell um, me the story. Uh, it's it's I mean it's not like a really long story, but like it's essentially there was a crane sitting on a fence, and three crows flew up and said, "Hey, crane." Um, we're going to go eat Farmer McGregor's corn. He's like, that's that's really cool. Um, enjoy. And the crow's like, no, 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 you, you should come go with us. It's it's really, really good. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm a crane. I don't really eat corn. It's not really my thing. 
And they're like, no, 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 it's it's a lot of fun. You'll really, really like it. I mean, like, we, we go and we eat the corn and we, we laugh at Farmer McGregor because, you know, we, we get to eat his corn for free. Um, and he's like, well, you know, I'm, you guys are my friends. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with you. Um, and so they, they go and they're in the cornfield and Farmer McGregor sees them in the cornfield eating his corn. And so Farmer McGregor comes out with a shotgun and shoots the crane. Mm. And, um, you know, so like obviously the moral of the story is like you, you are the company that you keep. Sure. Um, and that is, I didn't really realize this until I was later that that's like, that's like such an important lesson uh, for, for people later on in life. And I, um, I think a lot of people attribute like the the famous saying about that to like, I think it was Jim Rohn. It was like, you are the sum total of the five people that you spend the most time with. And throughout my life, man, that has been so true, either in observing other people and the people that they spend their time with or the people that I end up spending the most time with. And I, I really am like, I am the sum total of the f- five people in my life that I spend the most time with, that I invest, you know, most of me with. Um, yeah, so that's been that's been an awesome lesson. Yeah, so... So I, I don't even know where the story came from. I've tried like researching. I, I think I don't know if he made it up or if he heard it from somebody. I, I've been meaning to ask him about it, uh, but I wanted to like look it up first and see. Like I want to Google my dad. Like, where do you get this thing? If not, he needs to write it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We need that. Uh, we need that recorded for sure. Well, I love that that both of our parents were kind of like, "Hey, take yeah. care of yourself and take you down a notch or two. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man, this has been fun. Yeah, it's been fun, and I, I'm I'm excited to see what's in store you know down the line and and uh the types of people we're going to be able to bring on and and help us out with with some things about home ownership yeah no i'm really excited about it so if if this has been uh if this sounds like a show that's going to be helpful or interesting to you we encourage you to uh, hit that subscribe button either through uh through itunes or any other outlet that you may listen to podcasts on uh leave a review send us a message uh, all those things help uh, get the word out. So, I guess you want to take us out? Yeah. Uh, this has been episode number one of the Homeowner Show. We're glad you listened, and uh, we'll be back next week with a whole new episode. See you then. See you then.